At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Ooh, I got a good show for you tonight, my friends, here on Bet Center. My name is Holden Kushner, and I could not be more excited. We got game six, Stanley Cup Finals. That's gonna be sensational tonight. Here I am in wonderful. Denver, Colorado, where 80% of the city could not see the Avs during the regular season, but 100% of the season is watching the Avalanche. And tonight, I will have my best bets for game six. I have been crushing the Stanley Cup finals, okay? Also, we've got a lot of baseball to get to. My goodness, is there a lot of baseball to talk about. Tons of guests tonight. Well, not tons. I mean, I'm only on for two hours, but I got four of them. If you want, I could tell you a dad joke. We can have Elliot Bowman, our producer, give me the A-OK if I should tell the dad joke or not. It's about ducks. But I must start with baseball here for just a second. I do have a live bet that I want to hit that I'll be keeping my eyes on. San Diego leading Philadelphia 5-3 this game at the top of the fifth. Now, if you're looking at team totals, you have to take into account if the home team is up that they're probably not going to bat in the ninth inning plus the other team comes back. So I took San Diego today coming into this game. They're in the top of the fifth right now. 5-3 Padres on top. What do I want to do here? I want to look at the San Diego team total. I saw it. It was at 7.5. I said to myself, you got to be kidding me. 7.5 even plus 105 in the fourth inning. We're not going to do that. Uh, They get through the fourth inning. This thing drops to 6.5 minus 129. So that's where it sits right now. The San Diego team total is six and a half minus 129. That's what I got on Bet Rivers right now. Why do I want to get in on this thing? And I'm thinking about hitting it right now, although I might take a step back. Now, you get the bottom of the order coming up. Actually, it's not the bottom of the order. I should say the top of the order coming up for the Padres here. They'll be swinging back around. Don't forget, the Philadelphia bullpen is a complete Travis Sham mockery. And that is something that we want to target. They don't have Bryce Harper, which was one reason why I like the Padres coming in today. And now I'm thinking here, maybe it's time to hit the over six and a half. (sighs) Boy, Hosmer. I I mean, Hosmer has a nice little day going for himself. Austin Nola, Nomar Mazzara, who nobody's been talking about. Terrific this season uh, and his short stint with the Padres when it comes to home runs. 
I'll keep an eye on it right there, and I'll let you know if I hit it. So again, looking at just staring at it, drooling over the six and a half team total with the Padres up five to this game in the fifth inning. We also have the Cubs leading St. Louis six to five. Just hit this in the top of the tenth with the Cubs getting a run. It was at plus one sixty. I missed the number. It was at plus one twenty. Cubs just had the bases loaded with one down. Couldn't get the run across. You've got the St. Louis Cardinals up right now with a runner on second. Nobody out here in the bottom of the 10th inning. You know what? I'm alive. The more I think about this, I'm alive better. Let's hit this right now. We are hitting the San Diego Padres over six and a half runs. This is going to become an official show play. Again, I'm a huge live better. I talked myself into it. Over six and a half runs. We'll take it at minus 129 on Bet Rivers. That's where I'm looking now. The only other two things I want to discuss, and I'm going to talk about the MVP races in Major League Baseball. You got to talk about Aaron Judge. I mean, the guy just doesn't stop. Hits his third walk-off hit of the year, a three-run home run today to walk it off against the Astros. What a series. I mean, if you don't want Yankees-Astros at some point in time in the playoffs, I don't know what you're thinking. That was a remarkable series. The Yankees didn't have a hit in 16 and a third innings. 16 and a third innings. No hit yesterday. Today, Urquidy comes out. He's taking care of business. And then what happens? Aaron Judge, walk off, three-run blast. The dude blasted his 28th of the season. He stays healthy. He wins the MVP. He wins the MVP. My concern was, and I talked about this last time I was on the air a couple of weeks ago, there was a special where Aaron Judge hitting 60 home runs, and you were getting a little plus money. I just didn't like it. Guys played 150 games just one time in his career, something I kind of stepped back from. So Aaron Judge, though, it's going to be tough not to take him for the MVP. And as we keep going, now we're at, what, minus 110? We're minus territory. Not going to be the time for me to jump on board of that. We'll break it down later in the show. And the other game, I mean, how bad are the Mariners and the Angels? Two horrific ball clubs, but we did have some fun today. We had bench-clearing brawl. The bullpens came in. Jesse Winker gets hit by a pitch. He's upset. There's punches thrown. That's the one thing about base brawls. You know, the bullpens come out. They talk about where they're going for dinner, and they're done. This time, we had some punches thrown. Rysel Iglesias is in the dugout for the Angels. He's furious. So what does he do to get back at Jesse Winker? He takes... A whole box of sunflower seeds and chucks them onto the field. So compelling. I mean, is that that's how you own the angel? That's how you own the uh, opposing team, the Mariners. Throw some sunflower seeds at them. It kind of put a damper on what was a terrific brawl. But the big story for me tonight. Let's get to Game Six Stanley Cup Finals. This has been a remarkable series. The Avs, you know, they've had a couple of bounces go their way in overtime. They've won those games. Very, very tight games. Recently, Vasilevsky has really gotten going, and we know that Tampa Bay has the advantage in net. We're going to be talking about the Stanley Cup Finals here for the next, oh, I guess 20 minutes or so. Michael Lebov from the Action Network is going to join me. He'll break it down with me, but here's some of my thoughts on this. First of all, Avs 3-0 when having a chance to clinch on the road. What does it mean for this series? Nothing, with the exception that they've been there and they've done that. And this is a team that admittedly came out a little bit tight in game number five. They're eight and one on the road this postseason. But then you look at the last couple of games, Tampa's kind of shifted things, right? Avs were up three games to one. 
People are counting the lightning out. Oh, the defending champs are on the ropes. Well, Vasilevsky takes care of business. Darcy Kemper not looking tremendous. We go on to a game number six tonight. The Avalanche really need to get going here on special teams. Uh, the games one through four, they were spectacular. Uh, their PK, Tampa Bay, was, was one for four. Um, the Avalanche, 16, or actually six of 13 on the power play, 13 of 14 on the PK, but game five, things kind of shifted in the direction for the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Avs top six has really struggled in five on five, and that is something that has to change tonight. Now, do I sound a little biased on the Avalanche? I'll be honest with you. Yes. Had very, very nice success backing them so far. This series went over five and a half games. Cash that. I have the Avalanche Futures, 575, 375. Looking for them to wrap things up this evening. But if you want to take the Lightning, and if you have a future on the Lightning, you're going to take them right now in the series. It's the best price you're going to get at a little over, what, plus 300, plus 310 is what we're seeing right now. If you want to attack this from an MVP side and get better odds than the Lightning coming back to win this thing, how could it not be Vasilevsky at plus 700? Because if the Tampa Bay Lightning are winning this thing, he's going to be standing on his head these next two games. Plus 700 for Vasilevsky. I'm seeing a plus 650 here. Shop around to get the best line. But that is where the advantage is for Tampa Bay right now. It's in net. I don't think you can convince me anywhere else that Tampa Bay has had the advantage. I think the speed advantage goes to Colorado. I think the talent advantage goes to Colorado offensively, defensively. But the big difference is Vasilevsky. Darcy Kemper has been a subpar goaltender in these playoffs. And it's unfortunate to see if you're an Avs fan because it really forces the Avalanche to score a minimum of three and maybe having to score four goals against Vasilevsky tonight. Something I think they can do, by the way. But an 897 save percentage for Darcy Kemper eh, leaves a little bit to be desired. As far as the side goes, I'm going to take the Avs tonight. They've played extremely well on the road in these playoffs. I think they're better up and down, except in net, as I told you. And I also think if you're looking at a team total here, is four completely out of the realm of possibility, over three and a half? No, it's not a bet I'm willing to take, though, because I think this could be a 3-2 game. But four goals, you want to bet it live. You see the Avalanche get a couple early goals. Wouldn't shock me to see this team get to four goals tonight. Elsewhere, I think that you've got to look at this team not losing back-to-back -back games in the playoffs. The Avalanche have not done that yet. They have not lost back-to-back -back games. I don't see it happening once again this evening. The other bets that I have will go with the Avs. Up 3-2, Nathan McKinnon has scored just one goal. Miko Rantanen, Miko the Freako, as me and my daughter call him. It's her favorite player. She's only seven years old. Probably shouldn't tell her he's a Freako, but... They've combined for one goal. Rantanen has not done much, but he's been tremendous from the side of racking up points. A lot of assists here in the series. So McKinnon, one goal, 28 shots for the first five games of the series. I look for McKinnon. I'm going to attack this from the shot side, not the goal side. It would not shock me whatsoever to see McKinnon put it in the back of the net, put the biscuit in the basket. But over four and a half shots, I hate juice over minus 130, but I love this bet too much. Minus 155, he's over four and a half shots in seven of eight games. Miko Rantanen with an assist, 
minus 130 right now at various books. I'm going to be attacking this game tonight. Woo! I am excited. We're all excited here in Denver. I'm sure you're excited down at Tampa Bay, too. I was watching some of the Rays game today. Thank goodness they got over their three and a half runs. A lot of lightning gear out there. So Tampa Bay having a little bit of fun. Now, next on the program here on Bet Center, Michael Leboff. He is with the Action Network. He's going to take us inside his thoughts on how to attack game number six in the Stanley Cup Finals. Oh, and by the way, Andy McNeil, our guy here, our insider on Vison, I also tailed his Kale McCarl for three and a half shots. More Stanley Cup Finals talk, and then before the end of the hour, we'll talk some more MLB. That's NFL coming up. That's next on Bet Center on Vison, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Draft like no other, wine like no other, play free during the PGA Tour with the Mayomi Dare to Play Unrivaled Golf Series. Enter five free contests to take your shot at your share of $25,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com backslash Mayomi right now to join the action. Mayomi, flavor forward, 21 plus only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Let's continue to talk about the game. I cannot wait till it starts. I'm so happy I'm hosting a show right now for two hours because all I would do is pace back and forth. My name's Holden Kushner. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. I am located just south of Denver, Colorado. I host the Denver City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. Check it out. If you're ever betting Denver sports teams on or against, or you just think I'm a really nice guy, the Denver City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. Now, here are the lines. It's vacillating just a little bit on the Lightning. I saw them at minus 105. When we started the show, even money, now minus 103. So a little bit of juice shifting there. The Avalanche going from minus 117 to minus 114. I got it in the Avs at minus 115. Five and a half. Ooh, we haven't seen a five and a half, have we? Five and a half is the total. I'll tell you this much. This thing goes under. It might lean toward the lightning a little bit. But Michael Leboff, he is with the Action Network. 
a wonderful gentleman. I'm, I'm very excited to meet him right now and talk about game number six of the Stanley Cup Finals. Oh, you got your Islanders shirt on, though. That's a little disappointing, uh, but that's okay. No, pr- Hey, good to meet you, Michael. Let's get into this here. Game six, I'm in Denver. We're all excited about it. Just cut to the chase. Who's winning tonight? Yeah, I think in terms of betting value, I, I still like the Lightning. Um, I think the series, the, the market kind of shifted way too much to the Avalanche before game five. Uh, if you saw the, the high watermark for a price in the series was minus 190, minus 200 on Colorado in that game, you were getting dealt minus 144 and like minus 150 for game one and two. So that just tells you the, the market kind of shifted too much towards the Avalanche before game five. And, and I don't know if it's it's come back down enough yet. Um, so in a, in a coin flip game, the way Andre Vasilevsky is playing, the way Darcy Kemper is playing, I would lean towards the Lightning. Uh, but my favorite bet is, is just to back them on the series line because I think if, if they do get fall on the right side of the coin flip tonight, you're then holding a you know plus 320, plus 310, 310 ticket for a game seven where all the pressure will be on Colorado at home. Well, talk to me about this because I was just discussing an alternate way to bet that if the Lightning win the series. If the Lightning win the series, doesn't Vasilevsky have to stand on his head? And if that's the case, why not take the 7-1 to one at plus 700 on Vasilevsky? I mean, you could take the, the Lightning at plus 200, but why not take the 7-1 to one on Vasilevsky? Because I think that's the only thing that makes sense. If Tampa Bay is winning the series, he's going bananas. Yeah, it's weird with the Conn Smythe, though. Um, when, when we deal with, like, repeat performers, a lot of times mm-hmm. they'll just give it to whoever's up next. So Vasilevsky won last year. So I'd be a little nervous that uh, the, the hockey writers will then just vote to give it to Kucherov or or Stamkos. At Stamkos's price right now, I think you can get him at 50-1, to 1, uh, I saw, uh, around the market. So I'm, I'd be just a little bit nervous, considering how Vasilevsky started this series, that if, if Kucherov or Stamkos have a... Have a big close to the series uh, in six and seven that they can then swipe it from him. But your logic's right. I think that's the right way to look at the Smythe market to begin with, right? We, we, we talk about it with, with the Rangers, with Igor Shesterkin before the playoffs. Like, you can bet the Rangers to win the uh, Stanley Cup at th- 25, 30 to one, or you can bet Shesterkin at 50 to one. And they're not going to win the Stanley Cup without him standing on his head. So uh, I think your logic's right. And, but for this instance, I would just be a little bit trepidatious with uh, Vasilevsky just because of how he started the series. All right, five minutes into the interview, you and I haven't agreed on anything. So let's continue to try and find something. If the Avs win this thing, Makar wrapped it up. He wins the Conn Smythe. I mean, there's no reason to bet minus 300, but he's the he's the Conn Smythe winner, right? Yeah, and if if it wasn't for Vasilevsky and Kucherov, like he, Makar's the type of guy that, just based on his whole playoffs, if this thing goes seven and game seven gets out of control, like, there is a, a universe where he wins as a loser, becomes the first guy since Jaguar. But you're right. Like if, if the Avalanche close this thing out either tonight or in game seven, it's it's McCarr's uh, award. And it would be an absolute stunner. He should be like minus a thousand, I think, right now, uh, because I don't think there's anybody else on the Avalanche barring a five goal game from Valerie Nuchuskin, who's now banged up, uh, that could, could take this thing from him. Well, let's get into some props here. I don't know how much you're into the props. I'll tell you this much. Uh, the Nathan McKinnon over shots has been really good all season long. He's hit over four and a half in seven of his last eight games. I'm going back to it tonight. Now, just to explain to you, my threshold on juice is usually 130. Uh, you're not going to be a long time profitable better, you know, betting juice at minus 150. But this is a bet 
that I absolutely love. I'm still waiting for the McKinnon blow-up game. We could see it tonight. What do you think about McKinnon? And maybe you've got a player prop better, too, for us. Yeah, I like McKinnon um, to score, right? Because like you're talking about, you're, he's getting the volume. So it's only a matter mm-hmm. of time for the floodgates to open. So whether it's to score one goal to be the first goal scorer, whether it's to, to put up a hat trick, what, however crazy you want to get with it, he's someone that I would buy into uh, kind of across the market uh, right now. Just he's he's averaging a ton of shots, like you you mentioned. And, and Stamkos is similar, where he's I think Stamkos is averaging four and a half shots per game, but he's got one goal. So I like Stamkos a lot, uh, plus one fifty five as as an anytime goal scorer as well. Ooh, a little Stamkos action. I like that. Um, let's talk about the game itself then. You, you like the Lightning. Is this a game, a lower scoring game? I mean, the, the totals dropped to five and a half now. We're, we were seeing some sixes. You know, this whole series, it's been sitting right around six. We've dropped down to five and a half. Talk to me about the total and how you want to attack this thing tonight. Yeah, I think for the Lightning to win, logic would dictate that it should be a lower scoring game. They get less change now, so you're going to see a lot of Anthony Sorelli taking on the McKinnon line uh, and, and Ryan McDonough, Eric Chernak as well. So with John Cooper getting those those matchups, as long as the Lightning are able to keep this game five on five, I like their chances just to drag the avalanche deep into the night. And as we've seen time and time again with the Lightning team, I mean, man, I, I've had my heart broken by this team twice uh, in the playoffs. If you just let them hang around, they're going to get you, right? They're going to find the mistake to capitalize, and then they're just going to shut it down. Uh, so given the way that the money's coming in on the under, it leads me to believe that this is going to be a low-scoring game, and that definitely benefits Tampa Bay. Because uh, even though Colorado did a pretty good job in, in these kind of chess match games against the Oilers, and one or two against the Blues, they showed that they can play these these uglier games, you still would give Tampa the edge in, in that kind of contest. And uh, if it is ending that way, I actually think there's a, a long shot prop that is worth talking about, which is Vasilevsky to pitch a shutout at 16-1. to 1. I know the Avalanche have been shut out once in 102 games so far this season, but if you're going to give me 16-1 to 1 on the best goaltender in the world to, to post a shutout, I think it's worth a flyer. I think tonight's a McKinnon night. So I'm, I'm, the goal, as far as the goal... I suppose I should probably hit it. Uh, what are we looking at? About a plus 120 price. The total, though, going back to the total, what would you prefer then? Uh, I would think you'd take the five and a half under plus 104, but six at minus 125. What would you feel more comfortable with? Maybe you'll sp- sprinkle on both. How would you attack those numbers? Yeah, I think either are playable right now, or you can go derivatives off of it. Like, will the game go to overtime? Yes. Like, the play, play bets that are correlated to a lower scoring game. Cause I do think this does feel like an under game, whether it's a first period total, uh, like I said, the overtime uh, prop Vasilevsky shut out, however you want to play it that way, if you want to chase a price, but five and a half at, at plus money is, is fine with me. Uh, because I, I just think that this game has just dogfight written all over it. All right. So it's a lot, it's going to be low scoring. You're looking for a knockout drag down fight. I, uh, again, I'm waiting for the McKinnon breakout, and this is the night I think we see it. And to me, if this game goes under the five and a half, I'm with you. Um, it's going to be very tough for the Avalanche to win. They have won a, a, a what was it, a 3-2 game. Uh, we've had overtime games there. The magic number for me is the Avalanche to get to four, and that's not going to be easy against Vasilevsky. So one more time, give me a couple of your best bets, and we'll let you go enjoy the game in about an hour and a half. Yeah, my favorite play on the side is is Tampa Bay and the money line, or to take the series price at uh, plus three twenty. I like Vasilevsky at sixteen to one uh, as a long shot bet. 
to pitch a shutout, I actually hit uh, Jan Ruda for his goal score at 80 to one uh, somehow mm. uh, for for Game Five. So I'm going to go back uh, to him as, as a favor and a, and a tip of my cap to him. But I also like uh, Bo Byram. Uh, I think he's getting good looks. He's 45 to one. Uh, and Corey Perry for the Lightning. If you're looking for a first goal scorer for them, getting power play time with point out, getting more opportunity, and he's always around the net. So uh, th- those kind of bets. You're looking for guys who who get looks, get opportunity, and uh, Perry definitely fits that mold. Michael Leboff, Action Network. Thank you, and enjoy the game tonight, my friend. It's gonna be a blast. Yeah, good luck to you, man. That's uh, that's gonna be a lot of fun for you. Appreciate it. It w- You know what? Hopefully, we get to go to a parade. That would be wonderful. I'm actually really hoping they wrap this thing up. And thank you, Michael. Appreciate. I- I'm hoping they wrap it up because I promised my daughter and my son that I'd take them to Game Seven. That's going to set me back three grand to get into the door. So please, Avalanche, pretty, pretty, please, with sugar on top. Let's get this taken care of here. Coming back, talking some baseball with my boy, Ryan Spader, one of the best in the biz on Bet Center on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Bet Center on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com backslash Blue Moon right now to join the action. Made brighter. 21 only. 21 or plus only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details, and please drink responsibly. A young man that I know always drinks responsibly. He and I co-hosted the best baseball podcast. It was so amazing that we quit doing it after two years. But boy, was it a nice time. Ryan Spader, he runs Project Parlay. From what I understand, he won so much money, he just bought himself a Tesla He's a wonderful individual. He's a veteran, and he joins me now on Bet Center. Hello, my friend. It's Holden Kushner. You know who I am, and thanks for coming on the show with the COVID. I really appreciate that. Yeah, dude. I, I, honestly, uh, I feel like I should hang up now because I, I, there's nothing that I'm going to do to um, to surpass that intro right there. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's all downhill from here, and that's what I wanted to do: build you up. And then let them know the real type of person that you are. Before we get into this, let's talk about Project Parlay. I'm a part of it. I'm in there. You bought yourself a new Tesla. I got myself you know, a pack of underwear and some T-shirts, only because you and I bet different amounts of money. What's going on with the project? How do people look at this? And then we'll get into the rest of the baseball talk. So last year, I did it sort of as an experiment. What I wanted to do was bet on every single baseball game. And um, I, I kind of thought that that was a foolish uh, venture, and um, it turned out that was not the case. So uh, what I did last year was just put a $10 parlay on the full slate of games every single day. And I'm thinking, you know, if I cash one of these out, it's, it's worth my time, it's worth my money. Uh, so I, I, I ended up winning a couple of the small ones, and uh, because I'm a gambling degenerate, uh, who does not bet responsibly from time to time. Uh, when what? I would lose in an early game, I would um, go ahead and re-put it in for the uh, evening games, and I ended up winning a couple of those. And uh, I, I took a look at how I did overall in the season. If I were uh, 
hundred dollar better and um it would have done quite well so i went ahead this year and i've actually started betting on every single game uh, of course i i do certain ones where i take a, a game that i'm uh confident on i i take it for a bit more uh, as you've seen <laughs> and um uh yeah it's it's going pretty well this year so did indeed get myself a, a tesla off the project he was just kidding he's a very responsible gambler and he's very good at it and he's a phillies fan as well uh and your boy kyle schwarber just hit a three-run blast and the phillies lead the padres six five and I'm sitting here sitting on a Padres over six and a half runs right now that I bet live. So this is actually good news for both of us. You like the Phillies. I need the Padres to score some more runs. Uh, it's pretty impressive they got to six today without Bryce Harper. Doesn't look like Harper's doing too well. I don't know if that thumb's busted or not, but you break a finger. You got major issues with the finger. It can zap some of your power. What's the prognosis on the Phillies without Bryce Harper, especially if it's longer term? Oh man, I, I gotta tell you, I'm kind of worried about the team uh, right right now, and it's it's hard to say that like a baseball team can depend on one player, but I feel like he's that team's Barry Bonds at this point. He's that team's uh, if you want to compare it to a, a, another sport, he's like their Joel and Beat. He's got to be in there for them to win, and um, I, I just immediately lost confidence in that team when uh, when he went down and the other thing that is concerning to me is he's been super aggressive this year his obp is a little bit down but he's been racking up rbis he's been racking up um run scoring hits he's been doing a great job and i'm concerned that we may have seen the end of uh, aggressive bryce harper because he kind of dove into that pitch a little bit he, he was um, starting to go after it uh, I know he got fired up afterwards, and uh, I'm not sure if he blamed Blake Snell. I'm sure you can find something on John Boy. He did. He he blamed <laughs> yeah. him, and then he said he was sorry. He was so upset he blamed him that he said, I'm sorry, it's on me. So he was nice about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he did kind of dive into that pitch, but I think that's because he's been super aggressive this year. And um, uh, I'm just concerned that going forward, this team's going to hit a slump or something. Uh, hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully they can stick around like 500 ball while he's gone and then go, go on a run afterwards. But I'm not sure that's going to be enough at the end of the season uh, because Atlanta has been playing insane and the Mets are, I, I mean, they can beat everybody, but Miami as we saw today. I bet you have a future on the Phillies winning the division. It's 15 to one stick a fork in that. And I also think we stick a fork in any Bryce Harper MVP futures. Where are you sitting on those two things? I actually was not. I, I didn't. I, I tried. The, so I tried very hard not to bet on the teams that I have the um, uh, bias in. And uh, so I stayed away from the Phillies futures. The futures that I actually have are uh, Pablo Lopez to win the Cy Young Award. Uh, that was looking really strong in April and May, uh, less strong here in June, but he's still sitting in a good spot. Um, and then the other one I got is uh, Mendez to win the rookie of the year in uh, Kansas City. Oh, Melendez. Yeah, they got a couple good catchers up there. Melendez doesn't have to play catcher all the time, but uh, plays a little outfield, maybe DH him and Salvi Perez. Nice little tandem back there. Okay. 
Let's move on. And Ryan Spader, Project Parlay, joining me. Uh, just a, a wonderful person and a better, better in baseball. Uh, Aaron Judge, walk-off today. Third walk-off hit, three-run blast after 16 to third no-hit innings. The Yankees come back. Like, this is a... This is one of those, hey, let's get on a run wins today. How does Aaron Judge not win the MVP? Is it just that he gets hurt again? Because this guy has been absolutely insane. And see him do it again after getting a little cold spell? To me, I'm not betting it right now. I don't think you're going to get worse odds, minus 110. Let somebody else creep up on him. You know know what's uh, amazing to me? And uh, I'm going to take a little bit uh, of a brag right here. Because I've been calling Shocker. how how are we not yeah how are we not talking about this guy's shot at breaking the home run record? How is that not a thing yet? Because well, I did. Baseball's- I I I I have my oh, friend, and he's not breaking it. He's not breaking it. He's going to get hurt. He only played 150 games one time. He's not breaking the home run record. It's not happening. We'll see. Some I believe, and this is this is only my opinion. I I have to say that after trouble I've gotten into, this is only my opinion. <laughs> I believe he's going for the home run record, and I think it's orchestrated by Major League Baseball. I think there's a couple other who's uh, a couple others who are uh, going to be in the running. We're going to see Mike Trout hit like 35 home runs over the course of June, July, and August. We may see a Sammy Sosa like run from somebody I, I tweeted on May 9th. Um, you know, it's going to be hilarious when the ball starts uh, flying again after it's switched out around mid June, uh, when baseball is the only game in town, meaning the NBA finals are over. The NHL finals are over. Uh, MLB will attribute it to the weather. Then at the end of the season show the ignorance that, Everything was par for the course. The numbers were par for the course. And I think that's exactly what's happening. And I, I just love, you You, you, you know, uh, probably better than just about anybody. I love being right about things. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, th- this home run record is going to be challenged this season. I, I'm fully confident. Want to bet? <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I don't uh, know. I, I'd have to see. I, I'd have to see the number. Uh, but Aaron Judge, I actually, uh, when your uh, producer called me, I was actually working on a tweet. Um, Aaron Judge has 27 home runs over his last 57 games played, and the others to do that. I, I didn't finish this list, but we got Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, John Carlos Stanton, Albert Bell, which was a surprise to me, uh, Roger Barris, Babe Ruth. Reggie Jackson, and we're looking at five different players who held this single-season home run record right there. Well, Ryan, I wanted to get to Sunday Night Baseball with you, but you wouldn't shut up. Make sure you check out Project Parlay. The guy bought himself a new Tesla because he's so good at it. Wonderful catching up with you. Feel better, my friend, in all seriousness. Feel better. I appreciate it, man. Sorry, I I, I overspoke as usual. <laughs> yeah, that's, I think you did a wonderful job, though. Take care, Spader. Love the guy at the Ace of Spader on Twitter. So since he bloviated too much, I will do my part. Break down Sunday night baseball. We got the Dodgers and the Braves. What a great baseball game that was yesterday. Coming up at the top of the hour, I'm going to get into the AFC West. We'll talk about some AFC West bets. Talking some uh, NFL, and then. 
Next hour, you better believe I'm going to be talking more Stanley Cup finals. Holden Kushner, host of the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Bet Center on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now until the end of July. Sign up today. You'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage. Oh, I can't wait. We're less than 75 days until the season kicks off. NFL preseason coverage. Let's go. Premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, NASCAR. You want the full VSIN experience, which I highly recommend which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. Costs only 19 bucks to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now, vcin.com backslash summer. Holden Kushner hanging out with you. That is my name. What do I do? I host the Denver CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. It's under the vcin umbrella since we got game six of the Stanley Cup Finals tonight. Uh, we'll be talking about that tomorrow. I'll either be making some bets for game seven or I'll be bloviating about being so right and how happy I am about being right once again. Um, but I'm wrong a lot, too. And since we're going to talk about baseball right now, I double dipped on the Padres and the Phillies. So why did I do so? Here's how I attack this game. Um, the Philadelphia bullpen is still horrible. Uh, they have the fourth, fourth worst Whip walks and hits and innings pitch. That's something that I really use as a barometer to see how good or how bad a bullpen is. And you know what? They just got through the seventh inning. So right now I'm seeing a total of five and a half for the Padres. And you're getting it at plus money now, plus 105. Phillies lead the Padres 6-5. This game's in San Diego. So we either win this bet or we get an extra inning in the bottom of the ninth. So it's as simple as that. The Padres need one run over the next two innings. Uh, let's see here. They just went through the heart of the order, right? So, no, we got Hosmer, Nola, Mazzara. I mean, there's a little bit of po uh, power coming up, a little bit of the bottom of the order for the Padres has taken care of business today. So an official live bet already got in at six and a half. We'll see if we can get the five and a half first over five and a half. It's been something I've been very successful with. Actually, on this show, I think just about every time I'm host of the show. The Phillies are doing a game, and I'm betting against them 
late in one way or another. So we'll look at that. Uh, other things that happened today. Aaron Judge walk off blast after 16 and a third innings without a, a hit for the Yankees. They came back. Judge three run blast. Dusty Baker after the game said, it's Aaron Judge too, and it's us too. I want that in the ALCS. Give me all the Astros and Yankees that I can get because this four game set was awesome. They say mean things about Altuve in New York. I'm not going to repeat it because I want to work on Vison again, but they said some really mean things. I wonder what it's going to be like if we get an ALCS between these two teams. God, that would be just amazing. I'd love it. Uh, let's look at Sunday night baseball, though. We've got the Dodgers visiting the Atlanta Braves. And last night was just a remarkable game. It, it was so much fun. You had Max Fried, who's got to be in the in the mix here for the National League Cy Young Award. He got into the seventh inning. He was up 3-1, left two on. A couple runs came in, and that kind of sunk him there. But let's go look at the lines here for Sunday night baseball. You've got the um, the Dodgers minus 120. I'm seeing a jump to minus 125 at some shops. So favorites with Gonsolin on the mound. The Braves, you're getting them at plus money or even money. And the total is eight and a half. I'm going to attack this from the total side. But it's the rubber game of the three-game set. And Atlanta went out there and, and, and gave them a nice time, too. Here's, what I, here's the things I look at. Before I even get into the game, I want to know what the weather is. The weather really factors into this a lot. And the weather tonight in Atlanta, first pitch, 88 degrees, 50% humidity. What does that tell me? The ball is going to be flying in Atlanta. And despite that, I'm still going to go against it. Let's go and look at some of the things that are happening in this game. And I'm going to tell you exactly why I'm going to go against something that I factor in. Okay, here it is. Braves offense, second in OPS. Why am I giving all the reasons why I should be going with the over in this game? Second in OPS. Fourth and weighted runs created. Second most home runs. Third most runs since June 1st. They have gone ballistic. Absolutely ballistic in the month of June. Problem is, they got Gonsolin tonight. We'll talk about Gonsolin in a moment. Dansby Swanson on fire. Seven home runs in his last 15 games. I think he's at least injected himself into the MVP discussion in the National League. Big note here. Ronald Acuna out of this game. He is not starting tonight. Fouled the ball off his ankle. He is sitting. So we got Tony Gonsolin and Spencer Strider, the pitching matchups. Gonsolin, 2.8 XERA. I'm not going to get into all the weird stuff, but it's very good. It's 3.44 FIP. Fielding independent pitching. Takes defense out of it. It's good. Might have some regression coming up, but it's pretty good. 28.1% hard hit rate. Ooh, 95th title uh, slider, 40% whiff rate. And he threw six scoreless one hit innings against the Braves back in April, different baseball, different times strider coming off a horrible start, six runs, six hits and a walk. And he does issue too many walks at 11.3%. The problem with the Dodgers right now, they, their offense is really missing. Mookie bets uh, Trey Turner. Here's another, if you're going to pick an MVP candidate, from the Dodgers, it's got to be Trey Turner. He's been going nuts. But the Dodgers offense has not put up the numbers to this point. There's the narrative. Sunday night baseball. Oh, we're going to see a lot of runs scored. Let's just take that out of the equation right now. LA has scored three or less runs in seven of 10. If you take out the series in the Great American Small Park in Cincinnati. I mean, those numbers are just skewed. It's almost like going to, it, it might actually, when it's hot 
in Cincinnati, it might be a better place to hit than Colorado. Uh, so the offense has not been as potent. I mean, we're sitting here at 5.13 per game, uh, 5.13 runs per game, but it's taken a step back lately. And I'm telling you, that loss of Mookie Betts, not helping them at all. Also, if you want to back the Braves here, which I'm not opposed to, the Dodgers are 2-8 and eight in their last 10 games against a team with a winning record. Interesting trend there. Now, the total is what I'm looking at, okay? I think Strider is a bit of a question mark. Does he look like the pitcher that he was in his last start, or is he a little bit more consistent? He's not going to go deep into the game. But you do have two teams with pretty good bullpens. So they're both top 10 bullpens here. LA has struggled to score. I'm watching these two teams. I know the Braves offense is just going gonzo. I think, and I don't, this is Gonzalin, Gonzo. It's come on. It wasn't on purpose. I think Gonzalin goes out and shoves tonight. I think the Dodgers offense continues to struggle. They're lucky they put up three, maybe four, maybe four runs this evening against Strider and an Atlanta bullpen. The play here to me, and it's going to be uncomfortable. I've seen a lot of people on the over. Oh, it's Sunday night baseball. The Braves are on fire. It's the Dodgers offense. You're not realizing that the Dodgers offense is not the same. And you're also not realizing, I don't care that the Braves have been going nuts. I mean, I've been taking team total overs on them. But Gonsolin could shut them down. I'm going to go against the public here. Eight and a half to the under is what the play is going to be for me on Sunday night baseball. It is going to be my only play of the night in that game. All right, let's get back to the scoreboard here before we get to break. Philadelphia-San Diego, a game that I am heavily, heavily invested in now. 6-5, Phillies on top. I need one uh, one run to push, two runs uh, to have a nice payday here. San Diego had a big four-run third inning, but the Phillies and their bullpen, surprisingly, have shut down the Padres to this point. Uh, we've got Arizona just open up a can on the Detroit Tigers, 11 to six. That game's in the seventh inning. Cincinnati ripping up the Giants, 10-3 in San Francisco. That's that's pretty impressive. You put up 10 runs in San Francisco in that ballpark. Remarkable. I always try and share this bit of information too because I'm big into the weather. I think I really do think it has a lot to do with it. Humidity. You like humidity. The air is lighter. Water molecules bouncing around. I know Elliot. Our producer went to Missouri, so he wouldn't understand that stuff. But yes, humid air is lighter. The ball is going to travel farther. Same thing with the temperature. Okay, so we're looking at that. That that's one way to attack things. Um, but in San Francisco, you'll often see 15 to 20 mile an hour winds blowing straight out. They built that ballpark though to where the jet stream does not dive into the ballpark. It continues to blow on top of it. So I see a lot of people say, oh, 20 mile an hour wind blowing out San Francisco. We got to jump on that. No, you don't. No, you don't. It's a lot different uh, in San Francisco. Okay, we're going to hit the top of the hour now. We're going to talk some National Football League. And since I'm in Denver, we'll get into the AFC West. We'll talk about the odds to win the division. And we will also give a best bet. We, meaning me, I will give you a best bet in the AFC West, then a bunch of Stanley Cup final and Major League Baseball talk to round out the second hour of the show. Oh, and I got a dad joke. Our producer, Elliot, he's going to let me tell it at the top of the hour. I'm so excited about this. 
I'm Holden Kushner, host of the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. This is Bet Center on BSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.